Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, welcome to Boston Balls. It's about, it's about prospects. It's about future. Uh, I'm Pat Caputo along with our webmaster, Evan Jenkins. And uh, as Evan says, this is our time of the year because all the drafts are coming up. Uh, we've already had the NFL draft, but now it's time for the baseball draft, the uh, NHL draft, and the NBA draft. And uh, we're going to focus here on the MLB draft. This is our first podcast on it. Uh, And uh, I'm going to focus in, Evan, on five players. There's five players uh, that are clearly ahead of the other players when it comes down to the draft. Sound familiar? I mean, it is a draft that is very much like the NHL draft in that respect and the NBA draft uh, that's coming up here with the top-end talent. The Tigers are picking third overall after the uh, giraffe lottery. Yes, they have that in baseball now, too. Baseball way ahead of the curve here. By the time <laughs> the lotteries are about out, baseball decided to go to it. And, uh, you know, with the Tigers, it's not necessarily going to be a, a slam dunk pick. Uh, the issue here is having third, and again, this is going to sound familiar, uh, there are two players that have clearly separated themselves uh, from the rest of the field. And uh, the first one, and he, he undoubtedly is going to be the first pick by Pittsburgh, in my opinion. I don't know, little people and whatever, but it's uh, Dylan Cruz. Uh, he's an outfielder for LSU. Now, Dylan Cruz is uh, somebody with enormous power. Uh, he's got he's basically a five-tool guy. Uh, he's a right-handed hitter, and uh, he is, without question, the best college baseball player in the country. There's some other good ones. Uh, we'll mention another one here in, in a minute that's a position player. Uh, but he is, without question, the best player. He, and I, I don't see any way that he doesn't go number one. I mean, he's a, 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 a tremendous prop. He's got the power of Torkelson, but he's an outfielder. He can do a number of different things. He runs well. And, uh, you know, again, it's a college hitter. You know, we've had a mixed bag with college hitters. Uh, they use the aluminum bat. It's, you know, the pitching isn't nearly as good. How is he going to do when he dials up? But certainly he's in the SEC uh, where the pitching's as good as it is in college baseball. Uh, he's an outstanding player. And what I would do is I would look at him in the upcoming playoffs that are going to start for LSU. Uh, he's outstanding. So, but he's not going to be there when the Tiger Nick. If, if he's not taken by the Pirates, It'll take two seconds for Washington to go up there and pick him. All right. So the Tigers aren't going to get him. 
So I guess I'll limit to that, but it'll be something that's interesting to watch and a name for the baseball fans to remember uh, because he's big time, big time prospect. You know, one of the best that's come down the pipe. Uh, the second pick is likely going to be Paul Skeens, uh, which is a, a right-handed pitcher again from LSU. Uh, he's six foot six. He's two hundred thirty-five pounds. Uh, throws in the high nineties regularly. Often touches triple digits. Uh, he was at Air Force originally, and uh, he's come in here to LSU. And uh, in addition to his uh, fastball, he has gone away from what he used to throw, which was a gyro uh, slider. You know what a gyro slider is, Evan? No, sounds like never. a sandwich. Uh, it's a pitch that doesn't spin. You know. So it's kind of so, like a knuckleball? Uh, it, it just doesn't have spin on it. And, uh, it, you know, you remember that uh, uh, Daisuke Masasaka used to pitch yep. for uh, the Red Sox? He used to throw like 89 miles an hour, and everybody wondered how he got everybody out. He threw this gyro okay. gyro fastballs and, and, and stuff. It's, but he went from that, and now he throws a sweeper, the new thing in baseball, a sweeper. And uh, so those are his two pitches. Now, I'm not so sure on him. Now, everybody says he's going to go number two, Evan. I'm not so sure he's going to go number two for Washington. Now, the one thing about Washington is they do have a history of not just looking at uh, hard-throwing right-handers and saying we're not going to take them. They took Steven Strasburg uh, first overall. So as an organization, and still basic philosophy there, they could use a power arm. This guy's very much an upside. He's clearly the best pitcher available in this draft, regardless of level. Uh, and he's he's somebody that's not going to take a long time to come. Uh, he's the projected number two. I'm not so sure he's not he's going to be taken uh, because there's a couple uh, prospects that are high school prospects that are position players, and uh, one more college prospect, uh, his name's Wyatt Langford uh, from Florida, who uh, isn't quite the athlete that Dylan Cruz is, He's but he played multiple positions uh, throughout his career, even caught, you know, at one point, and, uh, but as a corner outfielder, he projects, and uh, he's somebody that's put up big numbers uh, despite an injury this year, earlier in the year. He's done it for a couple years. Uh, one thing about him and Cruz, the one thing I noticed, and it's a limited uh, amount of uh, statistical information that I, I found, but when they played summer ball, they did not hit with as much power as they did in college you know, using the wood bats. So those are all concerned. I talked about that uh, before the Tigers took uh, Torkelson as well. Whole different world there. But again, playing in the top line competition, top program at Florida. So Wyatt Langford, uh, a lot of years, he would be the number one pick in the draft. He's that good. We're talking OPSs, Evan, of over, well over 1,000. We're talking big-time power. Uh, and uh, we're talking about great, great college players who definitely have the potential. And Langford's there. So if Skeens falls to the Tigers, what do they do? Do they take the hard-throwing right-hander? Mm -hmm. Or do they you know, go for a position player uh, who's top end and, and, and out of the college ranks. So that's going to be question one that comes to the Tigers. But like I said, everybody thinks that the Nationals are going to take Skeens. I'm not so sure about that. When push comes to shove, you know, especially with track records with pitchers and college pitchers, 
Ah, man, that's going to be a tough call because these other kids are really, really good that follow here. And I mentioned uh, uh, Watt Langford from uh, Florida. And so that's a guy to look at. Now, one of the kids, uh, he's no relation to you. He's an outfielder from North Carolina, and his name is spelled a little different. It's Walter Jenkins, okay, which I'm sure your name has been spelled like that quite a few times down through the years, right, Evan? Just about every time by everybody that's ever met me for the first time. Yeah, well, your cousin Walter here uh, is a six foot three outfielder from North Carolina, the high school player. Uh, he is a very strong, uh, nice, classic left-handed swing, runs well. Uh, I hate the comparable, but, you know, the name that comes up is Josh Hamilton, hopefully minus the, uh, you know, the off the field problems. He was also from that state and he that's why he's compared to him. He's not as big. You know, uh, I think uh, the other Josh Hamilton was a little taller or whatever. This kid is really good. He, he, he He's a five to a guy, basically. Uh, and uh, his power potential as a left handed hitter could be off the charts as he develops. And uh, he is considered about equal. You know, some would have him a little above uh, the player that I think would be ideal for the Tigers at number three. It's a high school outfielder from Indiana, Franklin, Indiana, Max Clark. Now, Max Clark is not as big. He's, uh, you know, I don't know what they list him at. It looks like he's about six foot tall or shorter. I list him at six one one ninety. Yeah, it looks, you know. He's not the physical presence in terms of size, but he's a, he is very stout and he's extraordinarily fast. And I really like his actions as a hitter. Uh, he's not somebody that does the whole lift thing all the time. Generally he hits to all fields and he is somebody that can drive the ball. And I think will develop power and may even show it right away. Uh, he's a very twitchy athlete. Uh, meaning he he can he's explosive. I mean he can really really run, and he's got an extraordinary throwing arm. He throws 96, 97 miles an hour as a pitcher. The um, left-handed bat, love this kid. So if you ask me, it's going to be one of those five. Plays, all right, it's not going to be Cruz because he's going to be taken first overall uh, from LSU, the outfielder. Uh, and uh, second pick in the draft is supposed to be Paul Skeens, the six foot six, two hundred thirty five pound, hundred mile an hour, a lot of times, right hander from LSU. But I'm not so sure that necessarily Washington's going to do that because position players are more sure things. Uh, I, I really like uh, Wyatt Langford from Florida. Uh, he's a very good player, and wherever he goes, he's going to have a chance to be a real good major leaguer. Uh, but I, the, the players that I like best for the Tigers are those two high school outfielders. Uh, your cousin, Walter Jenkins, spelled <laughs> differently, uh, from North Carolina. And, uh, of course, uh, Max Clark is the player that, you know, I really think is going to be a tremendous uh, player. And I don't think he's going to take a long time because of his hitting approach. I think he'll go into the minor leagues and tear it up right away. And uh, I, I like the fact that he's a genuine a five tool player. The only one you could say about him, well, does he have that power? I, I think he will ultimately develop that simply because he's strong and he's got that approach. And uh, like I said, those 
you got look, Evan. There's a skill levels thing about baseball, but ultimately, you want the best athlete, and the best athlete of these guys is Max Clark, but no question. So I would, I would, I would look at him, especially now with stolen bases being what they've become. Mm-hmm. So that's who I would target with the draft. Now, Pat, do we have like any indication at all of what like Scott Harris would like to do in the draft just from his time in San Francisco? I know he wasn't the main shot caller there, but what I mean by that is does he lean towards college or high school kids or is there any one way or the other with him? There has been no definitive uh, uh, way that they've leaned. Uh, you know, I mean, you go back, back and look at the Cubs drafts and, and all that, but, uh, you know, the, when he was there, they took Chris Bryant. It was an obvious pick, you know. I mean, right. so um, there is no way to absolutely indicate, you know, what they're going to do. Uh, I would tend to think that uh, based on the way uh, Scott Harris's uh, uh, comments have been, that he is not going to uh, take a college player ahead of a uh, uh, the, the high school players uh, simply because he wants the team to just go out and win now. Right. I don't think that's going to be the factor. Uh, I think that that, and I, and I think he probably will think outside the box a little bit, uh, comes from a strong analytics base, uh, you know, having worked for Theo Epstein uh, earlier in his career and where he worked in San Francisco as well. And uh, the one thing that uh, you could look at is the signing bonus. Yeah. That could be a big factor. Because if you sign somebody with the slots that they have and you can get them for less, all right, then you can spend some more money later on on a high school kid. So it's it's a balancing act that way. So if they say they take Clark, say they take uh, Walter Jenkins, uh, if they're in a situation, they're going to cost more because college options. The college player is not going to want to go back, so you're going to get him at slot probably. All right, say if they take uh, uh, Wyatt Langford from Florida. So, uh, and then you could take a college kid, a high school kid, uh, a little bit later in the draft and, and have more bonus money. The, the classic example is that is what Texas did last year uh, by signing Brock Porter uh, from uh, Brock Proctor from. Uh, uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's the big right-hander. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he didn't get drafted as early as he would have based on his ability. Uh, but uh, they had enough left. So when they took him a little bit later in the draft, they gave him, you know, a signing bonus of almost $2 million and signed him away from, I believe he was going to go to Clemson. So uh, that is uh, basically how that, uh, you know, could possibly work. Those are some of the inner workings of the way the draft could go. That's why sometimes you see outliers. You'll see somebody taken that's not obvious at a position, uh, but it's part of a bigger plan to uh, try to get two for the price of one, so to speak. Gotcha. You know, so, and uh, also just some updates. Uh, Cole Keith has been going crazy in the minor leagues. Uh, You know, I don't know how long they can keep him there. See double A? Yeah. Okay. 21 years old. He hasn't faced a pitcher this year, his age or younger. So he's, you know, he's he's way ahead of the curve there. So he's vastly underrated. Uh, Justin Henry Malloy has slowed down. And the Tigers need pitchers down there. Uh, they don't have anybody to call up. So, uh, 
uh, with the uh, injury to Rodriguez and, uh, you know, uh, you know, Joey Wentz and we'll see what happens here, but, you know, struggling a little bit, the Tigers weather the storm until Scooble and, uh, uh, Matt Manning come back and they both started throwing, uh, significantly now. So, so Tigers are going through, they got to weather a storm here coming up. Yeah. They called up. Oh, geez. Why am I missing his name now? He's starting Friday. Reese Olson, does that sound right to you, Pat? Reese yeah, Olson. yeah, he's he's got an ERA of like nine or something, but he has yeah, he, he had pitched better in his last three starts, but he is the one that they decided to bring up. Yeah, uh, he's 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 got some high upside, and who knows, maybe he'll you know do well, but it's far less than an ideal option for them. They're a little bit struggled with that uh, Rodriguez injury, so and Ty Madden's not ready. I watched Ty Madden's last start. Uh, his command isn't very good. He's at double A, the kid they took in the second round from Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Should have gone in the first round. But uh, he's uh, he's going to be a good pitcher, but he's still working it out a lot. So, But that's about the what we got here today on the draft. Any questions, Evan? Usually you're like a you know, ton of questions for me. Well, no, because, I mean, you laid it out pretty well with those four players that could potentially Five. fall well, five, but we we figured the one is probably going to go one one. So right, Dylan Cruz, right. My my biggest question was what Scott Harris's track record is, and like you said, there's not one way or the other. So it's kind of a wait and see approach. But Pat, when when do the playoffs start for college baseball, so we can take a look at some of well, these? Well, they're guys. starting this weekend. So okay, you know, so I know that's LSU, always fun to watch and to LSU's see. Like, I mean, playing, right. Uh, well, Alex Fayeto, we watched him with Florida. We watched, um, obviously, uh, Casey, Casey Mize with Auburn. And it, it's fun for baseball fans, like Tiger fans especially, that have interest in the team right now because of what they're doing. I mean, are they world beaters? No, but they're in contention in their division, and that's all you can really ask for at this point. But to see what who they could be drafting where it's different than basketball and and football where we see those guys every single weekend. So uh, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Well, the coverage is really good too. I hate to uh, admit it because they're a competitor of ours, but ESPN does a good job on their streaming of the uh, baseball tournament. Uh, You can watch, you know, whatever you want, when you want. And so the the quick suggestion, I've watched Cruz just because, all right, if you're a baseball fan or you're a sports fan, uh, he's, you know, he's, uh, I don't know if he's the Wimbiamba uh, or, you know, but he's a bit of the Connor Bedard, I guess, you know what I'm saying, of the uh, yeah. baseball. And uh, he's a top guy. So that's worth watching. And you can watch it scanned and see whether the Tigers, would you, you would take him or whether you would take uh, somebody else. And you can watch Langford there, uh, you know, playing for Florida and uh, see what you think of him. And uh, those are the guys you obviously can't see Max Clark or uh, Walter Jenkins play because they're in high school. But you can there's a number of sites in which you can watch what their highlights are. And if you're really into it, uh, like I am, you know, you can, you know, dig into it really, really deeply, uh, you know, for relatively uh, cheap cost. So uh, to me, uh, those are the five guys. And uh, like you said, it's four guys there for the Tigers. And if they take somebody outside the box, it means there might be something else coming down the road. Now, we'll get into the draft a lot deeper as time goes on. We'll also do more on the Tigers' prospects. And uh, we'll get into the NBA draft. I think that'll probably be what we do next, looking at the Pistons situation. 
And oh. uh, yeah, and uh, we'll do at least one more uh, before the NHL draft, digging a lot deeper. But there is a uh, a podcast up, Busting Balls, on the NHL draft, specifically the ninth overall pick. And also, uh, there is, uh, you know, a, a, a column that I wrote about what I think they should do in the offseason and the Pistons at 97 won the ticket. And look, we do it in the drafts. We get into it. We get into the prospects. We get into the systems. We'll be doing a lot on the Lions, younger players, uh, too, as the summer goes along. And uh, maybe Evan and I will have a little project about the history of the Lions. You know, we talked about that. You know, I'll trudge down there as long as Evan doesn't put like one of those goofy backgrounds behind me, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll go video on y'all. So, but did but you anyway. know, Pat? They've only won one playoff game since 1991. Yes, they have. Well, did you know they've uh, no since uh, Evan Evan. They won one since 1957 in 1991. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think uh, there's a lot. It'll be fun. There. Lions, and we'll get into the Lions pretty deeply this summer uh, as, as it goes along. And look, we appreciate, uh, you know, the response to this. It's been pretty good. And uh, like us uh, on and, and subscribe to us, Apple iTunes Store, Google Play Store, uh, Odyssey.com, Pat Caputo 98 on Twitter. It's always posted up there. And uh, same with uh, King of the KC. That's Evan's uh, Twitter handle. And also uh, on the 97-1, the ticket uh, Facebook page. Yep. And enjoyed it, Evan. Uh, have a good day there, buddy. I know Miggy's doing well. He had a couple hits the other night. You're happy. You know, I always will root for that, man. And I only got, what, 100 games left to do so? You know, I agree with you about that. Uh, he hasn't. I, I would release him, actually. But I hope it, it isn't necessary and that he starts to hit a little bit. And mm-hmm. he certainly doesn't deserve to be run down by people in this town. That no, after everything he's given – listen, Pat, I'm born in 1983. I'm sorry I don't remember the 1984 World Series. He gave me my baseball's greatest memories in this town. And say it's pathetic, whatever you want, but that's all I've got. And he was it's the not best. Pathetic. It's not pathetic, okay? It's and he stayed anyway. here. You know right. what I mean? Right. And, uh, you know, all the same people that are, you know, like screaming at the top of their lungs, oh, they don't spend any money. Hey, you know, this is what happens at the end of that. All right. And so, we knew it when he signed that contract. Yeah. You had to give it to him. It happened with V-Mart. It happened with Maglio. It happened, and it'll happen with all these guys that everybody's like, well, how come the Padres have got eight shortstops? Uh, and they're five games full of 500. You know, wait till that Juan to... Soto contract comes up. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, or Fernando Tatis, imagine the amount of money they spent. And he just played, what, maybe one complete season? Yeah, and it's okay to enjoy your team. Yes, On a daily basis, it is. Well, Miggy had a couple hits there the other night. That was a good thing. You know know what, Pat? The main reason I turn into Tiger Games is when he's playing. I'll be honest with you. It's still still nostalgic to me, and he's still one of my – he's my favorite Tiger of all time. So, You know, and Evan? You know, even though I, I think they should probably release him, you know, but I hope that, uh, you know, it's I'm wrong and that he starts to get some hits and that things start to work out because Miggy, he, 15th all-time in total bases in the history of baseball. See you, Ken Griffey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just passed Ken Griffey. And so, well, well Miggy never won a championship in Detroit. 
Ken Griffey never won a championship. You don't think people love him in Seattle? Or even Cincinnati. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, and friggin' man, when was the last time the Yankees championship? Hell, Tiger they probably still love Ken Griffey Jr. in frickin' Chicago for the year or two he played with the White Sox. I know. You know, and it's like, you know, the Tigers, man, look, it's been a tough time for them. But they knocked friggin' New York out of the uh, playoffs three times. The only time they played them in the postseason, they beat them three times. And the, the whole thing about money ball and everything, they knocked those mm -hmm. guys out three times. So, but when you sign guys those type of contracts, that's what happens at the end. So, if you're preaching one thing, okay, over here, then on the other hand, don't start knocking the guy and calling him names. All right, he doesn't deserve that. He's one of the, he, he is a hero in Detroit, period. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and he's been fun. Yeah, you see him with the green hat on. That was funny. I'm gonna go swimming. I so, enjoy it. I mean, I always will. So I'm gonna be yeah. the last person that will bash that man. Good, Evan. We're on the same page. But anyway, till next time, we'll see you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.